Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Self Love Club, the podcast chatting about stuff that matters. Created and hosted by me, broadcaster Belle Crawford. Thank you so much for joining me, Self Love Clubbers. On the show, it's our latest edition of Love Lessons with spiritual practitioner Gaia. She's known as Soul33. If you're new to the Self Love Club, welcome. We have been doing these episodes with Gaia for the last five years now. I know we recently turned five. It was a feature we started very early on after I had seen Gaia probably a couple of years before I started the Self Love Club. And I know the end of year, start of year episodes have been very popular. Now, if you are listening to this as it comes out, some really great info about what's been happening energetically this year. We talk about growth and sort of one of the themes which resonated with myself as well was regenerating, which sounds like, oh, are we making some kind of AI thing? We talk about some of the common experiences a lot of us have had this year. Maybe there's been some slower moments for you. Maybe it's all felt quite chaotic. And learning to trust the process, which I know is one of the most annoying things to hear when things aren't going your way until things fall into place. As Gaia says, when a door closes, it won't remain shut forever. This has got to be one of my favorite Love Lessons episode we've ever had. And I'm so excited for you to listen. When I was recording, I just felt my heart, my cup being filled and just such a good feeling as we end the year, go into the next year. And even if you're listening at a different time of the year, it doesn't really matter. I make sure things sort of can suit any time. A quick note, Gaia does mention the word stillbirth. This isn't something that actually happened, but I just wanted to mention that if in case it is something that is triggering for you. Before we get into it, can you please make sure that you are subscribed or following on your podcast app? Hit follow now. This is the most helpful ways to support us and help us grow. Let's get into it. Gaia, welcome back to the Self Love Club. Thank you so much for coming to have a chat again. People have been very excited that you're coming up. <laughs> I know, it's so good to be here. We haven't spoken since like April. Yeah, because we tried to do one, if, I think it was a few months ago, but you've been traveling, I've been traveling. a lot. And yeah. Yeah, so worth the wait and yeah, we're getting you in there. But that's crazy. I, I don't know. I feel like we say that every year, everything goes so fast, but it it really has. <laughs> Is that just being an adult? I'm not sure. I think everyone's lives are so full and everyone's just trying to get everything done. That time just slips away between our fingers. It's been such a year of growth, but both personally and career for everybody. But it's just been like, you know, we're all still recovering from all the COVID stuff and, and lockdowns and things like that. But it's been a year of growth overall for everyone, I think. And I think that's why when you're growing, a time 
time just goes by quickly because it's not like we notice things growing, you know, like people with children, they often say that, you know, when you have a child, you don't, you, you really start to realize how fast time is going because suddenly they're grown up. And I think that's what it's been about. That analogy sort of fits in for how this year's gone. What about you? Have you felt it's been a year of growth? Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think for a lot of people, I think with the economy and where things are at and after the years we've had, it's definitely been, I think there's been patches that are slower for a lot of people, maybe just trying to make things work. But yeah, I definitely think growth would be a big thing and learning and then new opportunities or things ending. I've heard of a lot of people losing jobs again. So it's just that never ending thing. And, and yeah, so I think growth sums it up well because you learn from all of these experiences and then just trying to keep moving forward the best you can. You do because growth's not about everything just accelerating. It's those moments where you have to stop and deal with things. And I feel like this year, even I have had those opportunities to stop and go, hang on, this actually needs to be dealt with now so that growth can continue on in the way that we like to look at growth, which is being purposeful and seeing things accelerate and th seeing some sort of remuneration or reciprocation for what we're putting out in the world. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Like there has been a lot of people, lots of index and, you know, it's this time of the year where people are sort of either committing to things or each other, or they're really deciding like, well, I can't do this anymore and I don't want to do this anymore. And I've noticed quite a lot of themes this year around all of that, which will be interesting to get, you know, into with you today for your listeners to apply it to their own lives and see how that's resonated with them. Yeah, I'm really keen to get into those themes and we'll do that very soon. You're so right. Um, I think for, I know for myself, there were patches where things can seem slower, especially if you're used to a high pace or whatever it is, and everyone's situations are different. But then also learning that those times of waiting or growth or things coming together how they're meant to, that's not like for me was learning that that's not a failure, that's just life. And that without that, that's a normal process to get to the next step and that it can't be, it can't be excitement and all go, go, go the whole time. And for me, it was learning that and just trusting as well that it's, you're not failing just because you're not at peak performance or whatever you may think it is yeah mm. I mean like I because I've been traveling and then I took like some time off for myself like uh, you know middle of the year and it's amazing what comes up when you actually stop whether you either are forcing yourself to stop or you're being made through circumstances to stop those things are really important to be aware of of what's coming up at that time because often our minds accelerate going, okay, we want this and we need to get this and we're worried about this, but we don't actually allow things to catch up. So I noticed when I was when I actually made the decision to stop for a bit, the things that were coming up for me were just old stuff that I haven't actually had time to even deal with. And it gave me the opportunity to deal with, even though they were painful things. But then once I was through that, I was like, oh, my goodness, that's the growth has happened now. And now we can snowball for a while and then it stops again. And you're like, right, OK, so what layer needs to come off now? So I just think that it's, you know, those times of slowness and stopping isn't actually stopping. It's just the physical self telling you to hang on, be in this moment of surrender, see what comes up for you, because Every time there is that pause, 
there's always going to be something else that comes in because everything is cyclic. Like everything has a cycle. So you just, like you say, you just have to trust that cycle. The door doesn't just stay shut. It op- you know, another door opens. It always does. It just may not be in the way that you thought. Yeah, I love that. I can so relate with that this year and, and my experiences with things. And I've actually learned to really enjoy that slowness and and want to continue to have more of that, you know, that rest, the downtime, not filling our whole day, weekends, weeks with everything as we may have in the past. You know, that's something that I really want to hang on to. At the same time, you know, we want to be doing things and feel like we're achieving. I find it really interesting in what you say too about how when things, whether it's, you know, you gave yourself a break or maybe someone's had an end of something in their life, whether it's a relationship, job, situation, whatever it is, what is it? Can you explain energetically how that happening actually does bring new things in? Because you're right, you know, you said just before, the door doesn't just close forever. It will open again at some point. It might not be as soon as you think. It might take a little while. Can you explain how that works to us? Because a lot of my work is past life related, it's like though like I've been I've been having more time to explain to my clients how this works now because I've learned more over the years too. So I want to tell you a bit of a story because this is something that happened recently and it absolutely blew my mind. Now I see mind-blowing things all the time, but there are some things that are just so mind-blowing that my headspace just goes, Oh my god, I can't believe that happened. So I recently had a client, and this client is not in New Zealand. I was seeing this lifetime, it relates to what you're saying. It's uh, seeing this lifetime of hers where she was in some country how many of her lifetimes ago. And I, I literally arrived in this country many lifetimes ago because I time travel and I got there and she goes, I'm pregnant and I'm about to give birth to a baby boy. So I was like, okay. So in this vision that I was having, she delivered the baby boy, but it was a stillborn baby. And so I was kind of watching this vision going, oh, why is she showing me this? Because she didn't even seem upset that this baby was stillborn. And so I follow her in this vision back to her dwelling, wherever this was, and she puts the baby down by the fire. And a few hours later, the baby actually came to life. And I was thinking, what are the spirit guides trying to tell me about this whole situation? There was a death because it was stillborn and then there was a life. So I was like, okay, there's something to do with this. So I say this to this woman that's in front of me on Zoom and she kind of looks at me and her jaw's like hitting the ground. She goes, Gaia, I said, yeah. She said, I gave birth to a baby boy a year ago. I said, okay. She said, I delivered him at home. I said, yep. He was stillborn. I said, okay. We took him to the hospital and two and a half hours later, he came alive. Oh, oh, that's an absolute miracle. It gives me, gives me goosebumps. Oh. So why I'm giving you that example, one, because it was just such an amazing story, but I found it really interesting in terms of like energetically what's happening when things stop or die or close or end is that we're needing to deal with something. So this was like however many lifetimes ago, but she was repeating it again in this lifetime. We had to go in there and understand that miracles do happen, just like you said, it's a miracle. And allowing that space to really understand why this is happening for you. And I think like whenever anything ends in my life, I always stop to try and learn the lesson because this is why I go into past life work or it happens naturally to me as part of my gift is that people haven't dealt with things from lifetimes ago, let alone this lifetime and what happened three years ago. So those opportunities when we're forced to stop or something doesn't go our way in the way that we thought, we have to really look energetically at 
what is this triggering inside me? It's usually a feeling of unsafety, a feeling of insecurity, being rejected, being abandoned. And a lot of this year has been about wanting to be acknowledged. You know, just being acknowledged for who we are, being acknowledged for what we're contributing to the world. Not, it doesn't need to be huge acknowledgement, but it's like having that time to acknowledge yourself. And so with this particular case study that I'm giving you, the mother was acknowledged and validated that she's been through this experience before and the soul of this child has come in again going, hang on, you're here to raise me, but through death, I came alive again quite literally. And she actually, because I said to her, you know, your, your son, before she gave me that bit of the puzzle, I said to her, your son's like a prophet. I said, you know, the energy of the, and she actually has given him a name that is like a prophet's name. And I was just thinking, you know, this is amazing because that is evidence for me, even though I don't have any scientific evidence for what I do, that this is what's happening to us in these cyclic patterns is to honor the cycle of death and rebirth in our life, but acknowledging ourselves that this is the time for us to regenerate. And we've just like, you know, you acknowledged me about Diwali recently and the energy of it for this year was regeneration. And so while whether you celebrated it or not or believe in it or not, the energy of regeneration was just in the air anyway. But I found that for this year, 2023, if you found yourself like losing a job or losing a relationship, at the core of it, everybody is just wanting to be acknowledged. And I've even noticed that within myself this year. It's like, hang on, I'd like to be acknowledged in some way in my relationship or in my work or whatever. And I was questioning, is this for the ego or is this just for validation that I'm actually contributing something that is worthwhile? And I came to the conclusion that it's a bit of both because we are all operating with ego in the world anyway. It's just that we don't want it to be this ego where it's like, oh, look at me. I'm so freaking amazing. And no, everyone, I'm better than everybody. It's not that. It's that we are actually making a difference, whether it's in a small way or a big way. So I think that energy of regeneration, the cyclic death and rebirth has been happening a lot this year. And that's what causes the growth. So I think that any time, because, you know, this is the time we're all looking back and reflecting. Like I've got a birthday coming up and I'm like, okay, so how 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 do I feel? Like, what how, how do I feel about this year? How do I feel about where I am in my life right now? And I think it's a good time to reflect on the slow moments. And I just keep getting information from spirit about creating more space. And that's what you have said. You know, I'm kind of liking just like not filling up my time. Mom deserves the best. And there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's about prioritizing what's really important. And at the same time, I know we all have to work. We've all got responsibilities and things. But I found through times where I wasn't as busy, perhaps work-wise, as I have been, I still had, you know, stuff to do. But it's just, I think, across industries, and particularly in media, it's, it's not a good time to be in media. And I've done things to, you know, progress. And I've had some really exciting work and career highlights recently, some new things to share with you really as well. And I I think it's just one of those things of just 
knowing that it's not you're not a failure it's just what happens yeah and it's just that and learning to be okay with that I had I I only had a couple of meltdowns through and I, I realized how I knew I was resilient but I it makes you realize how resilient you really are because you know I had some some tough patches but then I barely cried at all and then it for me I I find it all builds up and I can you know I can tolerate it I handle it for quite a while I trudge on through and then it hits a, hits a point where it's just a pressure build up I'll have a cry and then very quickly that recharges me and I'm like right let's get back up and I'm out there even clearer and so yeah I've learned that about myself even more this year which I already knew but it's really I guess drummed it in for myself. And that's that cathartic letting go of that mini death that you needed to have of ev- because resilience is great and we all need that, but we need that stop that stop whatever puts the handbrake on to process what it is that we've been resilient about. Because I like say listening to what you're saying, I've had so many clients that you know that I've been seeing for years, say, and a couple of them are coming to mind and you know, they've been trying to make their their businesses work, but they've also got something else going on, which is a lot of people. People are juggling many things, you know, trying to do the hustle and trying to, you know, trying to have a regular income coming in, but also trying to fulfill their purpose. But what I've noticed in line with what you're saying is that, you know, for years I'd be saying, say, for example, to a client, you know, it's okay that you're working in your family business. I don't want to, like, it's, I want to create my own path and I want to do that too. But don't feel like you are somehow cheating or getting away with something easily because you've been given something that's already there. It's like, of course, that's the card that you've been dealt. You're not a failure that the other thing isn't like exponentially growing. Sometimes it's not meant to go that way. Some people are meant to be juggling a couple of things because everything is fulfilling a purpose and a lesson and experience for you. We don't all have to be on this big grand scale of things because even with that bell comes more complication and more pressure and more all of those things. And really at the end of the day, we want to simplify things as much as possible because that's when we're needing, if we have so much going on, that's when we do need to be more resilient because we're trying to battle and deal with things. And I just think that with, you know, burnouts and things happening, like I have to be honest, I'm kind of getting to that point at this time of the year where like, like okay, yeah, I, I really need, I need a little bit of a holiday now. I think that if we, those spaces in the year, just lean into it and go, I know that this is going to change again. Because every everything is in a constant state of change, even when we can't see it. That's the beauty about my work. We can't see everything that is actually coming for us. And we just have to go, okay, I'm just meant to stop because there's going to be something else that's going to transition me from this particular experience to the next. So I just think that, you know, leaning into those spaces and not feeling like you need to hustle all the time and being okay. I know this is going to be a bit of a controversial thing to say, but I'm just going to say it. I actually think a bit of suffering in life, like, you know, feeling really upset about something is actually quite good as long as you're not staying there. Like, because when we are upset, like, you know, I had a massive meltdown in October just before the equinox. I wasn't expecting it. It wasn't actually, it was a spiritual like upgrade. Now I work through everything, even when I've got all sorts of things going on in my life, I'm very good at parking and just doing what I have to do with my clients. That few days before the equinox, I literally had to tell my administrator, Kieran, can you please reschedule? Because I was having like heart palpitations and I was vomiting and I was crying and I knew it was pure 
purely spiritual. And spirit was telling me, Gaia, it's time to see through your heart, not through your eyes anymore. Like look at life through what your heart is telling you. And my heart was giving me all of this information. And I've been feeling people's, like I can feel my heart and partner's heart rate change, even when he's not around me. Like I've just been tuning into people's hearts. Like I felt like I suffered, like because I was so upset and vulnerable. But through that, I figured out what I need to actually nourish in my own life. So as long as you don't stay there, that's a great thing. Yeah, it, that's what builds your resilience. And that's what sees you through the next time. And yeah, it's so good that you took that time. And I think a lot of us at different times, if you're having that change or an abrupt, you know, change or whatever it is for you and you're finding yourself having a bit more space and, you know, obviously you've got to do what you can do to move forward, but I've also learned just to and actually enjoy it for what it is as well. And I think something I'd love for you to hear, uh, for you to give us some advice on is, and I recognize was not taking it to heart that you're not good enough or that you've failed somehow or that, you know, you're, you're a, a loser or whatever, which may be some negative self-talk we have when things don't work out how we think. And, but that's just not life, that things aren't always going to be on that, you know, straight high level trajectory all the time. And so, yeah, what would you say? Cause I sort of navigated that myself and just, I guess not letting it really knock your self doubt and your confidence that it's okay if it does knock you a little bit, but just, I think that the thing is to not let it get you there and you know what I mean like not let you make you feel like you're a failure just because things don't it's life yeah yeah you know I mean I can't like your podcast and my work predominantly my clients are women right and I just find that women are actually really competitive competitive with each other competitive to ourselves like we have to look a certain way and like even when we're walking down the street it's like, we don't look at the man, we're, we're looking at the woman, what she's wearing and how her hair looks, and that's how we operate. And so when we set these standards that are not who we are, that's going to come back to that energy of like, I'm a failure, I'm not as successful as her, I'm not as good as her, or why she got that and I haven't. All I had to remind myself of and my clients is just be authentically you. Like sometimes when I have clients and I meet them for the first time and I can feel that their ego is up, like their ego is going, okay, guy, you proved to me that, you know, they're not saying that, but I can feel that. And I'll just have to say, look, you have, you have to let your guard down because you're not in competition with me. If you want me to do what I can do to help you, just remember you are you, you are unique and special in your own way. And I am me. And that's all I can be. And I think that's what you just have to remember is that we all have gifts, Belle. We all, all of us, everything is a gift that we're able to do, our skill set, our passions, and we all have moments in our lives where we feel like our confidence has been knocked or that we are a failure, but it's important that we just stay in our own lane and pick ourselves up and remember what it is that we're actually trying to do, whether it's a, whether it's a job that we're in service to people or we're creating something or we're working with numbers. We're doing something for someone, but mostly we have to be doing it for ourselves because if we feel good about what we've done and we have that authenticity and that integrity, 
then we wouldn't be having that bar of comparison or competition with, oh, she's got a better podcast than me or or whatever, or, you know, this person's more famous. I don't even look at what other people are doing. I just go, oh, what does Gaia feel like doing? Okay, I'm just going to do this. But of course, it's just natural to have those moments of, mm, am I good enough? Everyone, a lot of women in particular, men too, but, you know, I'm talking predominantly women, because I know most of your listeners will be women too, that unworthiness and that undeservingness is a big common theme in a lot of us. And it's not just us, we're carrying it ancestrally through our mothers and our fathers. And this is that time, like I think we brought up earlier on this year, I did on some platform, this year has been the year of working on sexual trauma and sexual liberation. Yeah, that was here. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, and that's also part of that. I'm, I'm a failure because with, and I've learned this during the year, sexual energy is not just about having sex. Sexual energy is about creating and making things and making, making your home or your business or being productive in your work. So if that part of you hasn't been worked on in some way, that's also contributing to I'm a failure, I'm not good enough, because that sexual energy is correlated to what we're saying. But yeah, not competing, not looking at other people in comparison, you are you and you have your own unique, amazing things going on for you. And as long as you are happy with you, and you acknowledge you, other people will start noticing you because you're just being yourself. Yeah, and it's not like you can control whether it's meeting somebody or uh, an opportunity that you want in life. You can't always control when those are available to you. I mean, obviously you can do the work but, and you know, I, you always hear, and I know you say as well, trust the timing. And when you're in that like frustrated, you know, you're like, oh gosh, well, it's, it's an annoying thing to hear, but it really is just, just enjoying the ride. Really. I think, I think that's what I've learned is just enjoy the ride and, and everything will work out. And then it gets to a point where things do work out that you wanted and you almost don't even you just blink and you're like, oh yeah, that happened. And you, it's, you might think, oh wow, that's so cool. And you are stoked, but it can, it just goes from one to the other, even though it can take time, it can happen quite quickly. Exactly. That's exactly right. And in the scheme of things. Yeah. And you know, the thing you really wanted and then that happened and you, and you made that happen as well. It's just timing and you, whether it's, yeah, an opportunity you, you can't choose, you can't just go click your fingers and then it, it's there, you know? No, and we don't, and I mean, as a woman also, and someone who is naturally quite controlling as and had to learn how to not control everything. Same. <laughs> it, you know, he, hearing the, the, the trust, the timing is often a reminder for myself also, because whenever I've tried to push anything, it doesn't work out. And when I let it come naturally, it's even better than what I ever thought, or the things that I've you know, had these amazing opportunities this year. And I never had any expectations or even uh, like remotely put any pressure on anything. I just trusted that, okay, I'm just going to go and do this and just see what happens. And that's actually going to get you so much more because you're in the space of like, I've got, I'm not going to put pressure on myself because then I'm not going to fail because I didn't have any expectations in the first place. I'm just going to be myself and sure, not everyone's going to like me, but there are people who are going to and they're going to resonate with what I'm saying or who I am. Great. And I just think that the trust, the timing is a just a self reminder of going, if something's not working, sure, there are things that we need to reevaluate and question and go, okay, what's the formula that I've got in front of me? Am I doing everything I can towards what I want? 
And if I'm doing that and it's still not working, that means that you literally just have to step back and go, okay, I surrender to that now because I don't, I can't control the other person or I can't control when that job's going to come or whatever. I just literally have to go, cool. Well, I put it out there. So that's it. Exactly. You just got to do all you can do. And you've told us that over the years, you do all you can do, don't force. And then if things are meant to be, they, they will work out for you. They will come your way if you're really, you know, attracting that, right? Yeah. And like, I have a publicist in America and she said to me, like, out of all my clients, God, I've never had a client like you. Cause literally I just say to her, surprise me. I'll just say, surprise <laughs> me. And she goes, nobody ever says that to me. She says, people will want to know what are we paying for? What are the things coming up? What I literally just say to her, don't tell me anything, just surprise me. And because I did that, and like, you know, having a publicist isn't a cheap exercise to have, but I literally just thought, no, she's been guided to me. I didn't go looking for her. She came and fell into my lap and I just say to her, surprise me. And because of the surprising, I've been met amazing people. So when we take the pressure off, there's really an energetic shift in that in terms of like trying to control and trying to push. That's when the timing starts to accelerate. Like I often tell my clients, stop asking me when things are going to happen because I don't know. I can give you a kind of like what I'm getting now, but if we put the pressure on that timing spirit and the energies are going to go, okay, well, we're not going to just go, oh yeah, on the on the dot midnight on the 30th of December, it's going to show up. It's going to be like, do you trust that this is actually going to come at the right time? Because there's so many things involved. And as you know, both of us know, we all have our own stuff going on. And it's kind of like, you don't know what the other parties have going on in their lives to be just thinking about us all day and what we, what we need from them or, you know. So we just got to take a chill pill and, and just be going forward leading ourselves but not putting pressure on the outcome yeah and things take time like you know that's why the the message the reason I told that story is because I just surprised myself really because usually I would be like okay I'm paying for this like what is it that you're doing for me but then because I have literally just gone surprise me the outcome has been amazing for me because it's led me to meet incredible people because all I was just being is myself going okay what would happen if I do this what would happen if I take this risk and go okay I'm just going to engage with this person or share what I can do with this person and I just think like that should be a motto as we go into the new year because you know we're going into the year of the wood dragon so the dragon year is like in the Chinese horoscope everybody wants dragon babies because that's like the all of the animals all put together to make the dragon and while I don't know a whole lot about that I do know that the, it's also the year of the eight. So the 2024 adds up to the number eight. So it's infinity. So that's why your motto going into next year is there's going to be infinite possibilities for me. Surprise me. Mm, I love that. Surprise me. <laughs> and that's what I'm going into next year. Like no goals, no nothing. I'm not, I'm just going to just keep being me, allowing space for surprises to come in, using and honing my skill set, doing all the things that I do. Gaia is someone that does have long-term vision and a lot of perseverance. And I think we all need that. Um, and we need to cultivate it throughout this next couple of months. And I know a lot of people will be slowing down because it's Christmas and all of that, but it's that regeneration. We're going into to regenerate, to start the new year, to be able to receive these infinite possibilities and to be surprised by them because I just find when we're in that energy of just surprise 
surprise me and like, oh, there's so many possibilities for me. And really believing that, that's when they all show up, Belle. Oh, absolutely. I've had that happen over and over again for me. And, you know, often, even this year, about three things within the space of a few days or, you know, after what you feel like it's crickets. <laughs> and all of a sudden it's, you know, you, it's that's literally and it. And I'm like, oh, I, I sh-, and like, it's as soon as you just go, come on. And you like, then you just go, all right, I'm just going to trust, surrender, you know, and then it happens. And happens all the time to me and I'm like what was I worried about it's so silly I know and and the thing is like you know I've been telling a lot of my clients they're meeting me at a time in my life where I've never been more feminine now that sounds weird but what I mean is that because Gaia is a business person by nature she's controlling she's determined she's disciplined I've been really working on my feminine energy over the last few years and part of that you know, feminine energy is to trust, to surrender, to allow in, to be receptive, to receive. And what I've been noticing so majorly with clients, now this isn't, regardless of whatever gender you associate with, I'm just going to speak specifically in energy terms. The more dialed up we are with our feminine energy, as those of us who associate with being female, it's actually really, really important right now for going into this new year, being able to receive those infinite possibilities and surprise me. And the masculine energy inside us, and also for men, so for example, my partner or your partner or whatever, their masculine energy dialed up is like, we're feeling supported by the masculine so it's we're not on that survival mode anymore. Like I'm I'm just on edge all the time and I'm like waiting for shit to happen because I have to like be ready to fight back or ready to protect myself. We really have to be leaning into the masculine, whether it's our own masculine within us or if we are lucky enough to have a partner or whatever, to feel safe in that surrender. Because that's what I noticed about me. I was always on survival mode. I need to do this by myself and I can do everything on my own and I need to protect myself. I can't trust anybody. And that wasn't serving me at all especially not in a relationship and especially with just trusting and just general life experiences because I was waiting for things to go wrong so I could go, aha, there we go. This is why I couldn't be, could, couldn't be on like off guard. I knew, yeah. But actually when you're actually in that full surrender, like my female energy is ready to receive and, and be in surrender because my masculine feels strong in my direction. This is why... You don't need to know all the hows because I don't even know all the how how things going to happen. I have deep knowing about things and I know that these things will happen. Who the hell knows how? That's the part that we need to to trust and that's the part we need to feel secure and safe in, which is that dialed up masculine energy. And the interesting thing, you and like we mentioned before, this time of the year, people like loads of my clients are getting engaged and married and having babies and whatever. And lots of them are doing the opposite of like, I don't want to be, you know, in this anymore. It's like when we are in that dialed up masculine and feminine, we just need to have the eye on the direction, but trusting in the steps that we're taking and not overthinking, is that the right step? Because it will be, because you'll just get redirected anyway, even if it was just a deviation rather than a step forward. Everyone's so scared of taking the wrong step. Yeah. And if it's wrong, it won't work out. So then it's not meant to be, you know, like if it's, 
if it's if it's wrong, then you probably won't be doing it for long anyway, if you think about it, because it wouldn't continue, you know, or it'll continue for as long as it needs to. And there's a lesson and an experience in it. So it's never really wrong anyway, because you just kind of go into it and go, hang on, this doesn't feel right. But also what I, where I was going with that is that I've been finding that with a lot of my clients, especially over the last five months, that relationships are breaking up. And for my experience, because my clients, uh, the ones that I'm thinking about when I'm saying this, who are in heterosexual relationships, they're breaking up, say, for example, when the man's not being masculine enough or the woman's not being feminine enough. And that's not all damsel in distress and we can't do anything. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about if the man's not holding the space for you to feel safe and secure, the woman's going, well, I can't actually be really feminine with you because I'm not in that feeling of trust and surrender. Yeah, you can't be vulnerable. Yeah, or trust someone. Yeah, you can't be vulnerable. So, so I don't really want to do this because it's like you're not being the man that I need you to be. I actually can, can fulfill that for myself for now until I meet someone that's going to do that for me. And vice versa, that males are looking for that more feminine energy to trust them and let them, you know, lead in some ways. And I'm not talking, those of you who know me, no, I'm not someone that, you know, I have my own home, I have my own business. It's not about that. It's just about that feeling, that support. Because all of us want to feel safe because we've all been built to feel like, oh, we're not safe in the world and we, we're not safe in this. And we're, you know, it's, it's, we've got to find that safety within ourselves. And you'll find when you acknowledge that you do feel safe and remind yourself, you'll stop attracting situations where you're not, you're feeling insecure and feeling unsafe. So I just feel like it's all this big reprogramming for that growth that's been going on this year. Like even things that have come up in my own life, it's come to that point of like, I found myself saying out loud, like, I don't feel safe at this moment. So what is that about? I need this to change, or I need to say this out loud to this person in order to feel secure, which is my feminine energy being brave and courageous saying this is actually what I need from you. And then that person going, okay, well, can you fulfill that need for me? Yes great or no I can't and then there's a breakup for example with many of my clients who've been in long-term relationships so it's about expressing your needs whether it's to someone or to yourself or to the universe and asking for those needs to be met and nourished that's all we've got time for if you're listening as this episode has just been released part two of this conversation will be out next week and if you're listening a little later on it'll be the next episode in your feed we discuss so much more chatting over the themes of this year and going into next some more tips and things we should be focusing on honestly this conversation has been probably one of my favorite love lessons chats we've ever had over the five years if you are wanting more from Gaia more of our love lessons episode I'll leave some links in the show notes You can watch videos of this episode on our Self Love Club podcast Instagram. Make sure you follow us there. And the most helpful way you can support us is to make sure that you're subscribed or following on your podcast app. Select automatic downloads, leave us a five-star rating. And if you're enjoying listening, please write us a kind review. This really helps other people find us in the charts and allows us to keep growing. You can follow me at Belle Crawford on Instagram, Belle underscore Crawford on TikTok, and you can join our private Facebook group. All the details are in the show notes. New episodes are released on Mondays from 5 a.m. New Zealand time. I'll catch you soon. Bye. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.